What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2612. Welcome to Juicy July. Happy July 4th weekend and happy birthday, America. Happy fucking birthday. We have some amazing specials going on right now. Check this out. If you have not yet picked up any merch, this weekend is the time to do so. Only for this weekend, you can get 20% off everything, not just 4th of July merch, everything over there at papaswolio.com. You'll see the big banner. You'll see the big countdown timer. It's going down over there at papaswolio.com. If you are ready to cop some merch, now is the time. Head on over to papaswolio.com and get 20% off site-wide. Cover your nips, cover your hat. I don't know, cover whatever you want with whatever we got over there. Check it out, papaswolio.com. 20% off site-wide this weekend only. Ends July 4th at midnight. Don't miss out. USA, baby. Let's fucking go. The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. There's nothing wrong with my body. Fat is not a dirty word. If my body tells me something, I will make sure it is heard. If my body is a vessel, I will give it what it needs. I will not betray my body no matter what they think. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2600 and dose of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hussas, and yahoos? It's your boy Papa Swoleo back with another episode. And today's episode of the Beastcast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beast. Fucking Catalina wine. Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. What's going on, fam? Welcome to the show. Happy 4th of July fucking weekend. Happy birthday, America. And of course, welcome to Juicy July. It is Swole Slut Saturday, and we are ready for an amazing fucking man cast. Am I right? Or am I right? Am I right or am I right? We got a cool preview. We had an amazing overtime yesterday. 
We got a big fucking merch sale going on right now. This is the fucking time to get after it. I'm really excited for, uh, we got a preview, a special preview from yesterday's Drive While Gaining Uncensored. Oh my God. My, my, I got my plunge fixed. So my goodness, I fucking chilled off my nips today. So let's fucking go. I'm amped up. I'm amped up feeling good. It's been hot as fuck down here. Looks like it's going to rain a little bit. It's the weekend, 4th of July, feeling good, feeling right, feeling tight as always. Had a sick leg workout yesterday. I mean, things are going well. Things are going well, and I hope they're going well for you too. So feeling good, feeling right. It's time to make some sick fucking gains today. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate beer looking trim. My thank you, good sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I got cleaned up yesterday. Got cleaned up yesterday. <sighs> Feels nice, fresh, nice and clean. Nice and clean. Looking sexy. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Let's just jump right into it. Oh, before we do, before we even get into that tip, let's get a little foreplay going. Uh, we'll, we got a little special preview for this, but I just want to announce that yesterday we had an overtime segment for members. Join us, swollenormousx.com. Uh, we, uh, let me see here. Hold on a second. Is Hold on a second. We had... An awesome overtime segment. So we have Driving While Gaining Uncensored. And it's available now for members. And if you don't know, Grimace squeezed one out. <laughs> this was an awesome one. Fucking hilarious. All time. All time. All time drive Mulganey. We got a preview for you. Uh, we'll get into it in just a second. So that's available on Swole TV. We'll take a little sneak peek at it. Also, uh, Swole fan members, you guys get 25, uh, 20% off everything anyway. But for those of you that are not officially members over there at papaswolio.com, we're having a major 4th of July special until 4th of July, until July 4th at midnight. 20% off everything, site-wide, everything, USA merch, Swolnormous merch, uh, fuck your feelings, everything is 20% off, and the discounts automatically applied at checkout. So add yo shit to yo cot and get it this weekend. It ends on, when's July 4th? So Saturday, is that Monday to Sunday, Tuesday, whatever. It ends on the 4th at midnight, whenever the fuck it is. It ends at midnight, don't miss out on it. If you've been thinking about picking up something, now's the time to do it. Papasolio.com, 20% off site wide until the 4th. Now, let's get the nut busted open. We got a preview for you when we get into the tip and uh, very excited. So let's summon the Falcon. Let's get today's party started. I'm really amped. What a fucking man cast. Hit the thumbs up button no matter where you're watching. Thumbs up, share the stream, drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Ow. Put some respect on it, baby. America.
let's get that. Had to get that peppermint tip. Hashtag SSS. It's Swole Slut Saturday. I want to do Juicy July, but we have plenty of time. I can't, I can't decide anymore. I want to do Swole Slut. I want to do Juicy July. I want to do Make America Swole. I just want to do these cards all the time. Can't get enough of them. Can't get enough of the Swole Slut. What a beautiful card. All right. Make sure you drop that hashtag SSS in the comments for a chance to win today's Swole card. Now we have a special, a special, uh, a special preview of yesterday's driving while gaining. Uh, let's take a look. And this is for members. For members only. Uh, check it out. Grimace has a new shake. Who's Grimace, you ask? That big fat muppet from McDonald's. Don't drink that. Grimace, put the jizz down. The, the marketing team at McDonald's is like, Grimace. We need you to squeeze one out. He's just like, rawr, rawr. come get some of my big fat juicy purple low road. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, come get some of my big fat juicy purple load. Yeah, yeah. Completely offensive and delicious. Come get some of my big fat juicy purple load. For members available now in Swole TV, go and check it out. Funny as fuck. A lot of fun. So go check it out over there at uh, swanormousx.com. Join the fam today. And if you go to swanormousx.com slash USA, there's awesome specials to join the fam today. Uh, we'll talk more about that. I'll probably make a post on the podcast. So, my goodness. Oh, there's so much going on. Grimace is jizzing into people's drinks. People can't get diabetes in any other way. They need to find new creative ways to kill themselves. That's pretty much what is going on. Hey, I'd like to get day. I, I, I want to get diabetes. I want to get diabetes and, but I, I'm bored getting it in the same old way. I'm bored. I'm bored with the same old ways. I normally got, or people normally get diabetes. I feel like the normal way of diabetes is being marginal. Like I want to, I want the most oppressed way of getting diabetes. I want to be marginalized as much as possible in the diabetes community. I want to be really cool though. I want to be cool. I want this cool hip way to get the diabetes. So inject that purple trash into your body. It's the same shit as everything else they serve. The same vegetable oils and processed sugars and high fructose corn syrup with purple dye, whatever the fuck it's made out of just more shit. It's the same stuff. It just looks purple. It's the same fucking shit. It's the same stuff. There's nothing different. All right, fam, let's get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. Uh, it's cold outside. It's the same stuff. The same fucking stuff. What's in the box? All right, we got a swole fan pose here from Dylan. Dylan says, hey, fam, just wanted to jump on and say I finally theft my car. I was making expensive car payments and finally got to a point where I could sell it and get out of my loan. Papa has mentioned how people will drive these nicer cars just so other people will see them driving nicer cars. And I realized I was falling into that category. Now I can use that money to invest in things that will actually benefit me, like buying a deep freezer or buying more equipment for the home gym. My fucking man. Thank you for the slap across the nips. 
It was needed financially and mentally. Thank you, Papa. And go to the fucking gym. P.S. Tom Platt's hack squats destroyed my legs today. It was awesome. Good for you, Dylan. Good for you. It's, it is the beatus. The da beatus. The da, the da beatus. And l- let's stay on this for a second. Uh, yeah, we were talking about recently. And there's nothing wrong with having, for me, I, I just want a car that works. I do want to pick up, uh, I, I do want to pick up a truck, but I probably shouldn't because I'll just get more equipment. I'll just buy more gym equipment. So it's probably better that I, I don't have them, but I was looking at, I, I just don't, I, I don't want a car payment. If anything, I would pay cash or as much as I can. Car payments and loans are just through the fucking roof. And a lot of times people have these payments that are just not necessary. I think the average car payment now is six or $700 a month. That's insane. That's in fucking sane. And a lot of times it's just to, it's just for other people to see the car that you're driving in. It's so other people can see you in a nice car. Now, some people really, they like certain cars. They're car guys and girls and stuff like that. I get it. I was into cars for a short period of time. I was into working on, I really got into doing everything on my car myself. You know, I got into dropping the transmission pan and changing the oil and shocks. I got into doing it all myself. It was fun. It's having a life-size model. I enjoyed it. It didn't really necessarily save me much money per se, but I enjoyed doing it and the feeling of accomplishment and working on it and learning and that kind of satisfaction and being responsible for putting everything back properly so I didn't die and my wheel or axle didn't fall off. Now I'm at the point where I don't want to do a goddamn thing on my car. I like knowing how to do it if I had to, but I'm not using my time to do that. I'll drop off my car. Yeah, change my oil. I'm not fucking getting under there and changing the goddamn oil. I don't care anymore. My time is more valuable than me doing it. This was years ago that I was really doing it all myself. So you start realizing what's most important. Now, it's one thing if you really enjoy it. It's one thing if it's your job. It's one thing if it's a hobby and something that you enjoy. And some people like restoring cars and things like that. Nothing wrong with it. But you have to be honest with yourself. A lot of times people have, they wear nice clothes. Is there anything wrong with nice clothes? No. What makes a clo- what's make what makes an article of clothing nice? That's subjective. But a lot of times people do things. You hear people talk about like, you know, get a nice watch. Everyone should have a really expensive watch. Why? So someone else can see me wearing an expensive watch. I'll look at my phone, I'll tell you what time it is. And it's weird. These weird flexes just are for other people. It's not really for the individual. Some people do like to collect. Some people really like certain things. Again, I'm not saying anything. If you have money and you want to spend money, I'm not here to tell you how to spend your your money. But we're also talking about people that say they don't have money. They don't have time. They're up to their fucking neck. Oh, I can't afford food. So expensive. Healthy food is so expensive. No, your $800 a month car payment. That's way out of your price range is expensive. That's what's keeping you you know, drowning. That's what's keeping you from moving forward. That's why you don't have money. It's because you spend it all. So in other words, this is a wise move. I always, I I want a car that's going to get, I want to know that I have reliable transportation. 
reliable transportation. And yeah, space shuttle, gore, uh, door gunner, a small pickup would probably be best, save fuel, but still able to move around what you need. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, if I got a, if I get one, I want a, the extended cab. I want the four doors and all that stuff. But it depends. It depends on what you, when it's important enough, I'll do it. It just isn't. I could have bought a truck a few times over, but instead I've been buying equipment. I've had other priorities in the meantime, so it's fine. But you get my point. Don't do these things for other people. And you have to be honest with yourself. So Dylan realized, why am I spending X amount when I didn't need to? So he downsized and look, now I can buy a deep freezer. I can get equipment for a gym that's going to invest in his body. I want to know, I've gone through periods of my life when you go out to your car and you don't know if it's going to start. I've been there. Some of you are there right now. I get it. Going outside and I don't know if it's going to start or I don't know if I'm going to have an axle break or you just don't know. And that's more, that's a, that's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling not knowing if your car is going to start or if your transmission is going to fucking go at any moment. There's, there's a lot to be said for just having reliable trans. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to turn my car. I'll be shocked if my car doesn't turn on. I would be shocked. I wouldn't say shocked to the point of, oh my God, how did this ever, I mean, it's possible if I left something on, but no, I go out there and I'm, I, it doesn't even cross my mind that my car is not going to start and it's not a fancy car. It's a real basic car. I've had it for, I've had this car for what, what year is it? Like almost nine years, <laughs> like nine years, nine years. And it has like, I got it pretty much new. I got it with like a cup, 2,000, 3,000 miles on it. And it's a 2014 and it's got like 37,000 miles on it. Cause there was a few years where I barely drove it. I drove it a lot at first and I didn't, this car is pretty much new. It's been paid off. There's no reason to sell it. Even though used cars, I could get a really good price for it for what? So I can spend more money on something else. If anything, I'd like to get something else and have this as a backup. It's nice to have reliable transportation is the point. You need four wheels. You need to be able to get to where you need to go. Once you get a regular sedan and then you have standard sedan and you have luxury, you're just spending more money for the same features. And a lot of times, some of these more expensive cars actually have a lot of problems. Plus when you go to get your oil changed, it's not 50 bucks at a local place. You have to take it to the dealership and it's $200 or two fifty Cause you only need to have special keys and special texts. And otherwise it's a, and it, it's a lease or it'll avoid the warranty or whatever it is. If you don't take it to the dealer and they, you know, all the repairs are fucking ridiculous. So yeah, I just want a little rant there, but I think it's a really important message for downsizing and living within your means, but also prioritizing. If you have, we all have X amount of money. Okay. Or X amount of resources. So tone it down and spend it more wisely. People have Disney plus and Hulu and Netflix and all these different things. And then complain about how healthy food is expensive. You're full of shit. You're full of shit, full of shit. Anyway, everyone has this experience. Most everyone here has cars unless you live in the city or something like that. But I think it's an important message. I just wanted to rant on that a little bit because I think a lot of people, uh, they do this with houses too. And that's the problem. You make more money. So then what? You buy more expensive things. Oh, I got a raise at my job. So what? You upgrade your car and now your car payment 
is double. So the raise that you got is gone. You're still living, just floating above water. Your neck's just ba- you're barely surviving just with more expensive stuff. So you more is coming in, but then more is going out. That's defeating the fucking purpose. So a lot of times people get successful or they get raises or they move forward in their career and they keep on buying more expensive stuff and they kind of live like the same person that might have a nine to five with a fraction of like the luxury, but they're both living paycheck to paycheck because you're, you're living your quality of life or your, your lifestyle is raising to match. And you know, there's some people that make so much money that it doesn't matter. Okay. That's a different, that's a different story. But a lot of people are living way beyond their means and then complaining and not and they don't have time. They fill up they fill up their time with more things and more responsibilities and then they're not taking care of their health. You know, the things that are important to us as the Swole fam, it's um it's missed a lot. Uh positive charisma. My used car, 2015, bought it in 2016, was 220 a month with 37,000 miles on it, basically new. The loan history will be our ticket to getting a home loan. I got it down to 70 a month. Very nice. Jesus Christ, uh, W E F (laughs) world's existential foe. I work at a dealership. People are walking out of here with $1,200 a month payments regularly. What kind of dealership? Is it a specific model like a Ford or, or is it like a, you know, just a general lot? Wow. 12, 1200 a month payments. Some people are like, that's my fucking rent. $1,200 a month. See, that's the thing. If you go to get a, if I went to get a, you know, of course depends on your loan and it depends on how much you put down, but I just not having a payment, not having a payment is just so great. Once your shit's paid off, it's like, fuck, keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. $1,200 a month for a fucking car. That ain't an asset, fam. That's a liability. That's a that's a lot. All right, let's move on. I think this is, this is fantastic. Uh, we got one from Jen. This is an awesome post. Jen says, tonight, as I count my blessings, I say goodbye to the last decade and feff my 30s. These past 10 years, I've grown in more ways than I could have ever imagined, Four years ago, I found Papa and the Swole Fam, and although life has been a million miles a minute, I'm here to tell you, fam, that anything is possible with a little discipline and consistency. I am thankful for the lifestyle change I've chosen for myself and my family. The changes I've made have now impacted my family for the better. I have been managing our jujitsu school for a little over a year and a half now, and what an adventure it's been. Staying disciplined While I homeschool, my son has been a breeze because of the discipline I have. And now that summer is here, there are still no excuses. Live the life you love, fam, and don't ever settle for less than that. As I say goodbye to my 30s, I say goodbye to that unhealthy woman I was. And I say hello to the stronger, more swole woman and mother I am today. It's a bittersweet ending to my 30s, and I wouldn't be here without this community. Thank you, Papa, from the bottom of my heart for giving me the right tools to save me from that uh, that fast path to self-destruction. And to my number one cheerleader, Mama Swolio, I love you for giving me that push I needed to start my jujitsu journey during that special roundtable. I'm one step closer to that blue belt every time I step on the mat. 
Although I'm MIA, I am alive and well. I love you and hope you never give up on yourselves because you are worth it. Hashtag FEF30, GTTFG, Swolfam for life. Never give up, never surrender, and don't be a beast. That's fantastic. Good for you. Good for you, Jen. Super, uh, super proud of you. And I still remember that round table. I forget which number it was. We just had 46 this past Thursday. I forget which number that was, but I remember. I remember Mama Solia was there and kicked Jen in the in the femme taint to go back to the mat and get started. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And that's what's great about martial arts is that there's that reward system of getting the next belt, that satisfaction, that achievement, that respect, the discipline, and that tangible progress. You know, that's, that, that's amazing. Good for you, Jen. I love it. And there's a picture here. Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Look at those gains. Look at your kids making those gains. You got the mat. You got the jujitsu going on the bottom. Fucking awesome. More gorillas. Proud of you, Jen. Thank you so much for being a part of the fam. I'm so glad you found us four years ago. My God, time flies. Ah, the swole fam. Fucking epic. Biceps and gorillas in the comments for Jen. That's fucking lit. Yeah, that's lit. Go comment on that post. That was uh, Facebook in the Facebook group. So make sure you go and respond to that. Give it a like and... Drop some gorillas over there too. Uh, we got a comment here from uh, Instagram from 660 underscore, uh, fucking underscores, but it's a good post. So uh, on Instagram, ever since, ever since I started seeing these videos, I've been working out a lot more. I don't know how you did it, but I'm doing it like I used to. I'm really trying here and believe me, I'm sore, LOL, but hey, no pain, no gains. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Everyone's making gains. All right, let's move into, we got an email response. We got another email going out. We got probably more emails going out this weekend. We send out pretty much an email every single day. If you're not on the email list and you're tired of having a whole shredded roast beef inbox, I will make you feel like a virgin again. Get the knowledge cock directly in your inbox. We'll make your email swole again. Go to makeemailswoleagain.com. Again, that's make email swoleagain.com and uh, my knowledge cock will split open your inbox and trust me you will look forward to checking your email you probably don't you're gonna get spam you're gonna get all these notifications and blah 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 i will make you feel like an email version i'm gonna make you i'll make your inbox feel like 1997 i will make your inbox feel like it's 1997 i promise like you're fucking loading up you know what nay I'm going to take you back. Let me see. I'm going to take you back to like 94 or so. 94 maybe. I'm going to take you back to AOL 2.6. All right. I'm going to take you back to when it was 499 a fucking minute. All right. MakeyMillSwoleAgain.com. Let's fucking go. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back. To when you had to write your emails offline, offline, I'm dating myself. Some of you are like, I remember those days when I was your age, we had to write our emails offline and then connect and send it quickly so we didn't get billed for two minutes. 
All right. That's how you do it. Yep. The fuck was that, by the way? What actually, who decided those were the noises that were going to be made, by the way? <laughs> who decided that? All right, let's move on. Uh, we got this one from, anyway, sign up for the email list, you chodes. All right, here we go. How long should a workout last? From Caleb. As you have said in your podcast several times, the training to failure is a complete mindfuck. I have always been the junk volume guy, throw extra sets in because I got to be in the gym for X amount of time. Since hearing you talk about this new way of training, I have made consistent increases in both weight and reps, similar to my strength back in my high school days. And I'm turning 32 this year. I've been lifting since high school, but went through the typical plateau just because I was doing the same junk volume every day with no recovery. Monday through Friday, same time, same junk. Since learning from you and the Swole Fam, I have, for the better part of two months, switched my routine up completely to now training to failure, doing active recovery, which I never did before, and have never felt better. Now let's go make some sick fucking gains. That's what I am talking about. Dude, that is awesome. I agree. When you lift for years, when you've been lifting for a long time, I've been lifting for well over 20 years. You're going to get to plateaus. You get into ruts. I've changed my training style a few times. I've cut down. I've done more endurance stuff for a period. It's frustrating because you just get used to going and you grab the same weight for curls. You grab the same weight for this. You put the same weight on the bench. How do people expect to make progress, right? How are you going to make progress if you're doing the same shit all the time? If you go to the bench press or you go to the curl rack and you just throw on the standard weight because you're used to putting on a plate and 25 or you're grabbing... 20s for curls. If you're grabbing the same weight, you're doing the same reps, you're doing the same sets all the fucking time. How are you going to make progress? You're not overloading any different. You're not adding weight. You're not increasing. There's no progressive overload. There's nothing to adapt to. So many people just go and do the same shit all the time. That's why you don't get results. You're wasting a lot of energy. You're not pushing yourself. You're not training hard enough. Shocker that you're not getting results. So I agree. I agree. I've been making consistent progress. My strength has been improving. It's an absolute mindfuck because it goes against the whole paradigm. And we're so used to everything in life being more is better. Do more. You want more. You want more. You don't want more with training. You want the proper stress. You're going to the gym to provide your body with a shock. You're triggering your body. You're creating a stimulus. You're subjecting your body to a stimulus. You're subjecting your body to a stress. Subject your body to that stress and get to recover. Plenty of recovery. And when you start realizing that your recovery is much more for your nervous system, it's much more for your nervous system than for your muscles. Your muscles will repair. Your muscles will repair. Your body will repair just fine. You're sleeping. You're eating right. Your body is going to repair physically. It will repair. You know it will. It'll get better. That's the easy part. It's your nervous system. It's your mind. It's your emotional state. That's what gets worn down. Your muscles will repair, but people do not give their entire system, the entirety of their body, enough time to repair. If you're training hard enough, you need sufficient time for your central nervous system to repair and to recover. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to produce force to the same level. You're not going to be able to train as hard. You're not going to be able to make progress. All right? So you are subjecting yourself to stress. You're not, making, you're not making progress in the gym. 
you're progressively overloading. You're not making progress in the gym. Understand? You're not making progress in the gym. You are causing a stimulus. You're subjecting your body to an environment in the gym, a stressful environment. Create that stress that's more than last time. Create that stress that's more than the last session. If you did 100 pounds for eight reps or seven reps, guess what? You should be able to do 100 pounds for eight reps or nine reps, and that's more stress. Or you do 105 pounds for seven reps, or you add 100, you, you go up five or 10 pounds for the same amount of reps. That's more overload. That's an increase in stress. That's a greater stress than the last time. And the next time, guess what? You do 110 for eight or nine reps, or you do 120 for the same seven reps. Increase, increase. Little steps, little steps. Okay, let's get into some questions. If you want to call into the show, remember tomorrow is Ask Papa Swolio Live. So if you want to call in, get your questions in now. AskPapaSwolio.com. Call in, leave a message, and we'll feature you on the show. AskPapaSwolio.com. If you want to waste and just the serendipity of catching a live stream, you could do that too right now. Um, hashtag AskPapaSwolio. Drop that in the comments. Victor Martin, fuck yeah, I made it to a live. Drop some knowledge on us, Papa. You are fucking, we're, you are ready. You're here. It's the perfect time. You're here for that knowledge, cock. We are deep. We're deep right now. If you got a question, anyone, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. Let's take the first question from Shitstagram, KL1978. Papa Swolio, get lean or build mass? Which should come first? Always building mass. Let's change the phrasing of that. It's not building mass. It's building muscle. Mass means muscle. So let's clarify what that means. People say Building mass. I like the term. Mass sounds good, like size. But so many people just get fat. You're putting a lot of fat on. They get, they gain weight because people don't understand body composition. They understand how hard it is to build muscle. They don't really understand how the body works. So here's what they do. They put on 20 pounds of fat, maybe a little muscle, and then they cut back down. They lose everything that they've gained plus the fat. So a lot of people just gain weight and they lose weight. I'm bulking and I'm cutting. You need to build muscle. How do you build muscle? Progressive overload. You don't need a crazy surplus. You don't need to get fat. You don't need to get really bloated and puffy. That's sloppy. That's because it's easier just to eat and stuff your face. We're going bulking. You're just getting fat. You're just getting fat. So build muscle. Focus on building muscle. You could check out our content on the elimination diet. Learn how foods affect your body. Um, it also depends on where you're at. I can give you a more detailed answer. This is general. Get lean or build mass first. You're not going to cut to anything. If you don't have any muscle, what are you cutting to? Build muscle. Because if you're new to the gym and you have a lot of body fat, you're going to build some muscle and lose some fat, you know, kind of at the same time. Your body will metabolize if you're around a maintenance level of caloric intake. Your body will take care of a lot of that extra stored energy. So focus on building muscle. Building muscle. Forget the mass. Don't think about weight. Forget about the fucking scale. You need to learn how to build muscle. All right, Yvonne. Hey, what's up? Hey, Pomp. It's been a hot minute since I've caught a live stream. I've been recovering from a pectus excavatum or excavatum for the last month. What does that entail exactly? I'm glad I popped in. I needed that reminder to move when I can. Well, I hope you're doing well. My goodness. What's that all about? 
I'm glad you're here. Good to see your name pop up in the chat. Nunu, Papa Soy, I'm on the apparel site to use the discount. I don't know what size I need. How do I know which one to buy? Also, different sizes are different in my country. Um, there should be information if you look at the description. Uh, the discount, and don't forget, the discount's automatically applied in the cart. So you don't have to use a code or anything. Just like put it in your cart, and when you go to checkout, you'll see the discounts automatically applied. You don't know what size you need. If you go to the description, usually in, in the product, the description will tell you like the inches or the measurements for the sizing. If you have any other questions, you could send uh, an email to team at papaswolio.com. Team at papaswolio.com. But the description of the actual product oftentimes or should have kind of like the sizing chart. I don't have that answer for you like right here, but we got good. We have top men on the job. Who's on the job? Top men. What movie is that from? Top men. It's very obscure, but uh, it just popped into my head. And you like a pipe in there. Top men. It's at the very end of a very famous movie. Okay, Danny, Papa Soy, I bought some kefir. Indiana Jones! Dude, very nice. Very nice. Which one? That, that was, I'm impressed. The first one. I'm very impressed. Very nice. Papa Suolio, I bought some kefir to try after hearing you talk about it. Do you mix it with something or flavor it somehow? It tastes horrible plain. No, I don't mix it. You can make... It depends on what kefir you buy, if it's raw or if it's, I mean, it depends. It depends on what cows and what they ate. It's always going to taste a little bit different. How long it was fermented for. And, and don't judge one thing. Just like if you've tried different yogurts, they all kind of taste different. The, the milks, milks taste raw milk from different cows. Depends on the type of cow, what they ate. It, it all, it, it's all different. It's so different, just like steak, different beef and different meat, different types of cows, what they ate. It's all tastes different for a reason. So, um, we have kefir, raw kefir. It tastes fucking amazing. So you might just be not be used to it too. You can do like a second fermentation with fruit, but I wouldn't put honey in it. Some people put honey in kefir. I don't think that's a good idea because honey has natural antibiotic properties and you don't want that to cancel out some of the probiotics in the kefir kind of defeats the purpose in my opinion. I love it. I fucking love it. Is it raw kefir? Like where'd you get it from? You could put some fruit in it. Like you can, or just drink it. Stop being a bitch. Uh, Kimiyushi, Papa Soli, how'd you learn Spanish? I took it all through, like from middle school up through college. And I live in Florida. There's, there's some places, there's some places in Florida, especially South Florida, where you'll go and the primary language is Spanish. So you'll go into a store or even the Publix or something. And the cashier will automatically start speaking Spanish. The default is Spanish. 
So you just kind of get used to it. The cool thing about South Florida, when if you're trying to learn Spanish, is that you'll learn a lot of different kinds. Depending on where you go, there's Colombian, there's Venezuelan, there's Cuban, there's there's just so many different dialects. So kind of get all of it in one place. You go down to like Doral or certain areas, and it's just everything is just Spanish. It's like you're in another country. All the signs are in Spanish. It's fucking crazy, actually. I don't speak it too much now. I got to the point where I was pretty, pretty fluent. But then I just didn't practice as much, but I can get back into it. I can communicate well enough to, if I had to and I could only speak Spanish, I'd be, I'd be all right. I'd just be a little rusty. Uh, Jay Cheatham, 33, on Twitch. Fucking Twitch in the house. I, for, I forgot I stream on Twitch still. Jesus Christ. I forgot. I forgot this shit's plugged into Twitch. I don't even know if I have my login for Twitch anymore. Forgot it was over there. Every time I see someone pop up, I'm like, oh yeah, Twitch. I see the logo. Uh, Papa Soy, what's your opinion on lifting tempo for size, lifting slower with time under tension or quicker with more explosiveness? Always controlled. I wouldn't over-focus on it. Uh, it's important. Control the descent. If you're cheating, if you're cheating or using momentum, you're putting a lot of pressure on the joints. That's when people start fucking up is when they're swinging with momentum. In other words, if you're using momentum, uh, a lot of people don't understand physics and biomechanics and how much more weight occurs when you're swinging with like when you're allowing the speed uh, of gravity and the acceleration forces. So if you're controlling the weight, you're moving it against gravity, let's say a curl and you're lowering control. That's what the muscles can handle. If they can't handle it and you start swinging it, the speed of the speed and the torque created it leaves the muscles and it goes to the joints. And that's why a lot of people get tendonitis and they have a lot of injuries because you have multiples. You have much more than the force of the actual weight itself. You're getting like multiples. For example, your body weight, let's say you're walking, let's say you weigh 150 pounds. Every time you walk down steps with gravity, you're getting like a few times the impact of all your body weight on your knees it's not 150 pounds because you're going with gravity. You have acceleration forces. You have the deceleration, the lengthening of the muscles. There's a lot of pressure. That's why people will walk up a flight of stairs. No problem. Their knees hurt when they go down. So the tempo should always be controlled. I don't want to get too specific with it, but you can, you can look it up if you want to go down that rabbit hole, but always be con always control. And it doesn't mean that you can't do kind of like a cheat rep just to get like a couple negatives at the end. If you're training by yourself, you kind of like lean back to get the bar up and then you do a couple negatives or like an isometric hole for curls. You know, that kind of stuff is fine. But you don't want to be swinging through the range of motion because then you're not, you're moving the weight, but you're not lifting the weight. Remember, the whole point of training is to make sure that your muscles are maximizing their intensity maximizing the intensity of the effort to move the weight. So here's where a lot of people, we talk about progressive overload and this is where it gets kind of murky and people forget they make it about the weight because you, you jot down 
you write down on your log or something. Oh, I did 100 pounds. Oh, I did 105. I did 110. I did this. It's not about the weight. You want to see that psychologically, just like people want to see a smaller number on a scale. So it's nice to see that number psychologically. Oh, I'm improving. All that means is, hey, here's the amount of resistance and force that your body overcame this time. You provided more of a stress. If you did 100 for six reps last time, now you did 100 for seven or eight, you're getting stronger. You provided more force this time because you only did six reps last time. Now you did eight reps. That's an increase in stress. Then you recover. Next time you could do 105 or 110 for the same reps. But what you're doing is the weight is, the number isn't the important thing. It's the fact that that mass, that's just a byproduct of what you're trying to achieve. What you're trying to do is overload and cause stress on the muscle, create a stimulus on the muscles. So it's just a means to an end. So if you're putting on more weight, but you're swinging it and you're taking the tension off the muscle bellies and the actual tissue you're trying to stimulate, you're defeating the purpose. So the goal isn't for the weight to go up. The goal is to increase the weights to increase the stress and the effort required by the muscle to create the stimulus in order. So when you repair and you eat and you sleep and you recover between the next training session that you increase in strength and muscle size moving forward. So it's just a byproduct. So the weight is a tool. The resistance is a tool like, Oh, I can do more repetitions. I need to create more stress. So you put on another plate or a little small, doesn't matter if it's two and a half pounds. This is why I always talk about the micro plates, one pound, a quarter pound, some exercises, one pound makes all the difference. If you're doing anterior tib raises with a tib blaster, you don't go up and just put like a 10 on or a 25. You might put a half a pound or one pound plates. If you're doing curls and you're going up, usually you can go up in bigger increments, but you put on a two and a half or put on a one and a one and a quarter. More weight is more weight. More stress is more stress. So tempo should be controlled. You should, you should control the descent. You can control, you can do isometrics, eccentrics. There's different strategies to increase the intensity and to cause damage to the muscles. But remember, what you're putting on the bar is just the means to create a greater stimulus than last time so your muscles can adapt for the next training session. This is why, and a good way to think of this is not just the tempo, it's Papa Swolio, what's better, a machine or a barbell or a dumbbell or chains or bands or a kettlebell or a club? It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. But if your goal is to stimulate the muscles and create stress, this is why sometimes a machine is better than free weights because you can create more force safely and push more towards failure, which is that maximum intensity of effort. If you have free weights and you're doing something, let's say dumbbell, you can't go to that absolute failure point because you're going to hurt yourself or drop the weights in your shoulders or drop on the ground and break the dumbbells or break the fucking floor unless you have a spotter or you have a barbell and you have spotters that can really help you go to failure and you're not going to hurt yourself. That's why in many cases, if you're going to absolute failure, especially if you're training by yourself, machines are safer because you can push that absolute limit. You have more stability so your body can produce more just raw force without worrying about stabilizing as much, without worrying about injury. Uh, to the same extent. So you can train more to your maximum capacity with a gr much decreased risk. Um, so that's the point. The point of the resistance, the weights, whatever tool you're using in terms of equipment, it's about 
maximizing the overload so you can produce the intensity of effort in the muscle tissue to overcome it. So make sure you're doing it with proper good form. You need to be able to execute it without swinging. If you're using momentum, you're not building muscle. Momentum doesn't build muscle. Now, one of the one of the caveats here is sometimes exercises to an untrained eye or someone who doesn't know what it's doing looks like momentum when it's not, like a reverse hyperextension. You know, when you're swinging your legs back, I've done videos and people are like, dude, what are you doing? You're not accomplishing anything. You're swinging your legs. They don't understand the exercise. They don't understand that it's not momentum. It looks like momentum, but it's not momentum. So you have to understand exactly what the exercise actually is too. All right. Time to go balls deep. Good stuff. Good questions. Anything else? Too bad. That's deep. Uh, Lady Hawk says, I'm so afraid of breaking form with free weights. I prefer machines since I also prefer training alone. Yeah, I have done the majority of my training throughout my entire life has been free weights. And actually, I kind of had that old school for the the vast majority of my training. I had kind of like that old school mentality, like, well, free weights are better than machines. And I definitely didn't appreciate machines as much as I do now. And that's why I got into it. And I had the ability to purchase a bunch of machines and create my own like literal gym. And yeah, I mean, the gym that I have here with the commercial grade equipment is better than a lot of gyms out there. But I love it because I'm able to push myself a lot harder than I have to this point because of when you're training with free weights, there's a greater risk. So if I'm doing barbell squats, like I have some, I have a few squat racks and I can do squats. I can put on, I have so many play, I can fucking load up that shit. But we all know that if I'm training alone and I'm really like, how close to failure can I actually go? I can go to quote failure, but it's not really going to be true failure because if I go to true failure with barbell squats or something, it's probably, it's going to result in me collapsing on the rack or dropping the bar or getting hurt because I get stuck under the bar for whatever reason, or I can't drop it properly unless I have three spotters, one behind me and two on the sides at least. So you can't go psychologically as close to failure and don't underestimate the impact of knowing that you are in a higher risk position for your ability to go towards failure. That's what people underestimate. You think, well, I'm just going to push as hard as I can to failure. Your, your, your brain knows you're a fucking idiot too. It knows you're stupid. So you have like that lizard part of your brain. like, oh, dude, I'm not going to do it. Your body doesn't, you're, you're going to do stupid shit. So you always have more in the tank. You always have more in the tank. So if you're squatting to failure by yourself, your mind, you know that you're in the back of your head. It's not really that far in the back of your head, but you know that you're at risk. You're not really going to go to real failure because you can't. You're always going to leave something in the tank. And the whole point of this kind of like to failure training for like one set, you know, uh, like maximum swole, you can't, you, you don't want anything left in the tank. 
And how do you get to that point? You need a bunch of spotters. You need security. You need safety. You need that kind of, you need that kind of situation where you can literally go to that as squeeze out as much as you can. And the only way you can really do that is if you have the, the safeguards in place, especially if you're training by yourself. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great move. All right, let's get into some balls deep content. Everyone fam, hit the fucking thumbs up button. Let's go, man cast time. Remember, people aren't going to get notified and the podcast, the channels, um, nothing grows without you guys distributing it and sharing it and hitting the thumbs up button because they definitely don't want me ranting on the social medias. I get away with it for the most part. The podcast is pretty suppressed, but just make sure you hit the thumbs up button and share it with people that have a good sense of humor and want to make some sick fucking gains. Cause we're not stopping. We're not going anywhere. Speaking of which it's about to get much more offensive right now. Cause we're going balls deep. We're going balls deep. All right, here we go. Oh, gross. Let's do this. Pick a number one, two. Ugh. Oh God. Holy shit. One, two, three, or four. What do we got fam? What's in the box? One, two, three, or four. What's it? What's it going to be? Number one, number two, number three, number four. So we are going to clean up the internet. It's time to scrape those barnacles. Scrape those barnacles off. Ah, here we go. My goodness. Good God, man. Let's get some people. We got Jen in the chat. Uh, Jen says number three. Let's go number three. All right. This one's called, ooh, sounds just like you, Jen. It sounds just like Jen. Her own internalized fat phobia. That's what it's called. Matt Damon. All right. Blame Jen for this one. It's funny because I like to consider myself, you know, an introspective person, a fairly intelligent person who's in. I'm going to stop you right there, chief. Survey says she's lying. Consider myself a fairly intelligent person. <laughs> uh, I'll be the judge of that. Tone with myself and how I feel. But it took me years, uh, basically a full decade, to like come to terms with the different biases I had against body size, body shape, fatness. Fat it took me years to come to the realization that I can just pretend like I'm perfect the way I am. I don't have to go to the fucking gym and eat real food. Hey. Okay. Phobia and actually understand where it was all coming from for me. Uh -huh. And it was kind of interesting because it's not what I expected. It's not interesting. When I at actually all. sat down and did the work around internalized fat phobia, I realized what I was most scared of was somehow the Getting size healthier? of my body turning me into a mean person. The size of my body? You were afraid of the size of your body turning you into a mean person. That doesn't make any sense. That literally makes no Sell sense. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. That makes no sense. And that's nuts because that's kind of the one positive stereotype fat people have is that we're jolly and kind and loving. But I actually think that that's subverted in so many ways by the messaging around... The jolly and kind and loving is probably because you're always on a sugar high and or Santa Claus. 
I don't know. I, I think most people, most fat people are miserable and unhealthy, actually. Is that a stereotype, fat and jolly? That's just from Santa Claus. You know, the sin of gluttony. I was raised Catholic, if you can't tell from the everything about me. Um, my own personal family history of having, you Diabetes? know, the grandparent that we went no contact with who was in a larger size body. And I think a lot fat. of that got conflated in my own family's like internal mythology. And so growing up, that's what I was really scared of was what? that if I gained weight, if I wasn't, you know, the size eight that like I could kind of keep my body at, but it size eight, my God, the mythology, you, you thought you were going to turn into like a gargoyle or something really was not happy there that I would become mean. Right, that I would be so focused on myself and what I wanted and no longer focused on what everybody else wanted, what everybody else thought was good for me. What? That I would lose sight of that if I started feeling comfortable with myself and that then I'd become a mean, selfish, bitter person when it's been completely the opposite. <laughs> what is she talking about? I lost it. I lost what she's... Does she? Is she saying that she's going to be mean if she gets healthier? What, what the hell is going on here? And anytime someone says in a larger body, you can just, oh, they're struggling to get to that. They're, they're identifying as someone that has a triple digit IQ. The in a larger body just means, no, no, you have a larger body because your habits have led to the excess on your fat ass. Right. Is that in radical joy and radical love, radical acceptance I have uh, so much more to give radical. to the world than I That's ever right. did when I was love is love. trying to keep myself love is love. smaller. Right. Um, that was retarded. Matt Damon. Does anyone does anyone know what she was talking? I don't. I actually don't know. What I'm totally talking. comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. I, I don't know what she said. A lot of things. She spoke, she said a lot of words. I honestly don't know what her point was. She didn't want to actually get healthier because she didn't want to be a mean person or something. It doesn't make sense. Get healthier. Stop making bullshit. My mythology and worrying about it. All that said to me, everything that I got from that is the type of person that just obsesses about what other people think. Seriously, all those words, all this shit Nothing was actually said. Lift fucking weights, go to the gym, take care of your health, and none of this matters. You have a lot of stuff to unpack. There's a lot of shit going up in that brain. And that's not, I mean, a lot of, a lot of shit meaning relative to the amount of brain cells that are functioning. Yeah, all fat people, all fat people are jolly Apparently not. They're all like fat and depressed and miserable and victims. Okay, pick a number one, two, or three. Thank you, Jen, for that huge pile of dog Push shit. In the box. That's a huge bitch. Thank you for the huge pile of dog shit. We read a great post from Jen before, and now we're back to Jen just like erased. Everything. We read your post. We loved the post and it was great. Like, oh, Jen's awesome. And then it's like, well, there goes that, Jen. It all just four years down the drain. 
Uh, let's go with the literal goat, Cerny. Here we go, Cerny number one. You need to stop being a lady. Quit worrying. You'll be back on your knees in no time. I really hope this isn't what it sounds like. The video is titled Two Fat Girls, One Mic. You know, you don't know somebody by looking at them. That's that's what fat phobia makes me think about. You, ain't you don't kidding. know somebody's health by looking at them. So how about you just be quiet? No. How about no? I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? How about no? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> it's like Dr. Evil. How about no? You crazy bastard. Oh. Um, okay, this whole idea, you can't tell people's health by looking at them. In some cases. Can I be honest with you, fam? In most cases, yes. I'll tell you why. If someone is not morbidly obese, in other words, they're taller than they are wide, they might have illnesses. They might have lung cancer. They might have osteoporosis. They might have diabetes. They might have... I don't know, chronic mental issues. Like there's different ways you can classify this, but I'll tell you what, if someone is carrying around a couple hundred extra pounds of body fat, yeah, they're not healthy. So sometimes you can tell, and I always use this example. Can you judge a book by its cover? Can you judge the contents? In some cases, yes. I mean, you can see a textbook and be like, man, that's going to be a boring-ass fucking book to read. So sometimes, actually, you can be pretty accurate. Can you judge a book by the cover? Maybe not the contents, but you can definitely see if it's a big-ass fucking book. You know what I'm saying? I might not be able to judge a book and like, hey, I know what's inside, but I know if it's a thousand fucking pages, I can see that shit. All right? That's a big fucking book. That's a big book. Think about it. And listen to us, because nope. welcome to Two Fat Girls, One Microphone. I want to kill I'm myself Gia. right now. Jesus I'm Christine. Christ. And this is our podcast. Holy shit. You want to torture me? Oh, my God. Some people with solitary confinement, you force me to listen to this shit? That, that's a capital punishment. Listening to this podcast. That's a, that's a punishment. Uh, yeah, buddy. Ooh wee. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm a fat girl, so I'm a reluctantly fat girl, which is something we're gonna all learn together. Yeah, we're <laughs> all our time together. We're all gonna get a little bit more comfortable with the word fat because it's three letters, like <clears throat> you know. And also, a fun acronym could be fierce and thick. Just oh, right. Oh, she can count. Three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. <laughs> Reluctantly fat, a.k.a. I'm fucking miserable. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I love that. So, like, if you don't want to say you're fat yet, you can over. just say you're fierce and thick. I think and I'm going to start doing that. You're halfway there. Um... Oh, my God. That's... What you just said... <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response 
were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I want to just lift the entire gym right now. My God. <laughs> Instead of being fat, I'm going to be fierce and thick. It's three letters. It's called an acronym. Fierce and thick. That's what fat stands for. Fierce. Oh, you're so fierce. You walk into like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Krispy Kreme and the person behind the counter is shaking. And it's like the Wild West. They start shaking. They're like, oh my God, do we have enough? Ooh, fierce and thick. I think that's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest fucking things. They changed the term fat. Hey, I don't take care of myself. Oh, I'm fat. No, I'm thick. No, you're fat. I'm thick. Turn it into a positive. Right? I think that was the beginning of it. That was the beginning of this fat positive thing. It's like, we'll call it thick. Two C's. Thick. Thick. I'm not fat. I'm thick. I'm not fat. I'm curvy. You're just so fat. Like, your fat curves. I'm curvy. You're fat. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. That's the name that we gave what you are. Fat. You can change. I mean, you change the word, right? The same thing with the, the trans stuff. It's like, you're a woman. You want to call yourself a unicorn. You're still a woman. You're still got a vagina. You're still a female. You can try to play make-believe with people that are as equally as stupid as you. It doesn't change what you are. I can call myself a princess. Does that change anything about what I, of course not. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? All right. So I think that might be, yeah, that might be it. I can't handle any more stupid. Let's do, well, I was gonna say I can't handle any more stupid, but I mean, eh, I think we can handle a little bit more. Let's do a throwback. Come on. Oh, here we go. Throwback time, beaches. Let's cleanse the palate. All of the adults in my life had me convinced that if I was not constantly doing sports, I would just rapidly gain weight. I would just have a wall of fat roll over me. That, that's what happens. And when I first went off to college, I signed up for extra classes at the gym and felt like I had to go at least three times a week. Yep, we all do that. Keep in mind that I was never what would be considered skinny when I was putting myself through all of this exercise. What were you eating? What weren't you eating? Like, what was going on? Tell the truth. It's not just the activity. It's what are you putting in your face? What are you putting in your face? I want to know what's going in that mouth hole of yours. I was just less fat than I would be if I didn't do all of that no exercise. Shit. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. You're less fat. You're less unhealthy. Yes, you should be doing exercise. Jesus Christ. Matt Damon. I love the throwbacks. Man, 
it's kind of mindset is numbing, isn't it? It's crazy. Ah, it's so crazy. It's so crazy to think that way. And that's really what we're covering here. I know some people come across the podcast, listen to like, oh, we're just talking about these. Papa Swole, you're harassing these girls. It's bullying. No, they're encouraging people to be fat. They're encouraging people to be lazy. They're encouraging, they're trying to brainwash weak people. And some of you were, everyone's susceptible to this to some extent. That's what they're doing. They're hijacking people that are easily programmed. And we go through our lives with the school system, the shitty school system, with the mainstream medicine, food, pharmaceuticals. Everything is just, you're easily brainwashed. If you don't realize that, especially over the last couple of years, people are very, very, very easily manipulated. That's essentially what a lot of marketing is. And when you say manipulation, it is manipulation, but it's not always bad. So like marketing, for example, you're trying to get someone or influencing, you're trying to get someone to do something. You know, if you're, if you're advertising a product and it's a good product, you're showing people this good product. They're like, oh shit, that's a real catchy ad or that looks really cool. And they get it. They're happy because they have the product. And if you make a good product, the company makes money. The person gets something that they wanted. It's really a win-win. It's when people sell things in a sleazy way and trick people and it's a garbage, it's a scam. And, you know, marketing can get a sleazy connotation to it, but it really isn't necessarily inherent evil or anything. You're just, marketing is you're just telling people about what you have to offer. And there's different ways to do it. And there's sleaze bags and, you know, what else is new? So these people are preying on it. And... There are always going to be people that are like, oh, this is, you're, you're picking on these fat women. I don't know them. I don't care. I, I, I don't care about their feelings. What I care about is the message that they're fucking vomiting out to the world. And we need more voices counteracting the stupidity. And this kind of mindset is pervasive in all aspects of life. It's the same type of victim the victim, it's a very passive-aggressive way to obtain power. It starts off with like self-loathing. You have low self-esteem, you feel bad about yourself. And this weak place in your life where you feel like you don't have any control because you've never had control and you never actually take ownership and responsibility for what you've done to your body. Or you blame your past and people in your past. Well, it's their fault or it's my mom's fault or I was traumatized. And okay, well, they keep power over you unless you actually take control of your life. So people blame the past for their current lack of action. You're blaming other people. You're blaming this phantom existence. Things happen in the past. We all have a past. It doesn't exist anymore. The only thing that occurs is now. So even if things in the past have been your, your fault, it's still your responsibility now to move forward. So people use these things to cope and to label themselves. And oh, I have this disease or I have this uh, illness or this happened to me in the past. Or, you know, I have trauma and internalized fat phobia and it's capitalism and it's society and it's white supremacy and it's systemic racism. It's all these boogeymen. It's reasons why they don't get off their ass and make changes. Because if I can blame everyone else, then it's not my, it's, it's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. It's them. I'm perfect the way I am. It's the culture. It's diet culture. It's the language. It's internalized fat bias. It's all this shit 
it's just different words and different things to say, Hey, I don't have to do anything. I'm wonderful. It's your fault. It's your fault. I'm it's your fault that I feel this way. It's your fault that I look this way, or there's nothing wrong with the way I look. It's just your perception of in the words that you use. You're the mean person. You think that by exercising, you're a better person. Morality It's just because they hate themselves. And this kind of language is just manipulative and it captures a lot of people that are looking for a way out rather than giving them the tools to actually take control of their life and make those positive changes. They manipulate people that are susceptible to these types of messages because it's easier. I always say it's easier to change your hashtags than it is to change your habits as if it's supposed to be easy as if it's supposed to be something that, Oh, you just get to have it because you said you want it. You can just have it. It's easier just to be like, you know what? No, I am wonderful. I am beautiful. I am this. Huh? Well, that was easy. No shit. You haven't done anything. And let me tell you, if it's easy, it's probably not worth achieving. Again, why do people admire someone who's in good physical shape? Why do people admire someone that has muscles, that doesn't, that isn't fat, that's athletic, that's intelligent, that has discipline? Why do people admire that? Because it takes effort. Why do people admire someone who's in good physical shape? Because it takes work. You don't get like that just by existing. We know what you get just by existing. You're a fat fuck. So people admire, even if you're not going to have the exact body of someone that you admire, you understand that takes hard work. That takes effort. And that's why they go after billionaires the same way and people that have successful businesses and people like, oh my God, well, it's easy for them to say they have a lot of money. A lot of times they work their fucking ass off and they made better decisions, which is why they have money. Okay. People that have a lot of money that have all these properties or X, Y, and Z, they don't start with all of them. A lot of times they worked for it. They didn't spend money on a Gucci belt or Louis Vuitton shoes or a watch when they had a fucking minimum wage job. They weren't spending money on shit that they couldn't afford. They were making better decisions. So it's a small percentage of people that are financially secure. And there's a small percentage of people that are physically fit and healthy. It's always going to be a small percentage. It's always going to be because most people are, most people do what most people, that's why it's called most people. I have the card over here. It's a famous card. It's a swole, a swole fan favorite. Most people don't, no matter what it is, most people don't. Most people don't. No matter what it is, most people don't. Most people don't lift. Most people don't eat well. Most people don't get quality sleep. Most people don't stretch. Most people don't meditate. Most people don't uh, make good decisions with their money. Most people, most people, most people, most people. Anything that's worth having that want, most people don't do it. And it's not that most people can't. It's that most people just don't. They don't do the things that will lead to that. Well, I wish I had muscles. I wish I had this. Then why don't you fucking do the things that gets you there? How do you build muscles? You go to the fucking gym. You eat well. You're like, well, I don't have time for that. Oh, I have the money. And it's, it's a lot of work. And oh yeah, but it's time. Then shut the fuck up. Stop saying things. No one wants to hear your shit. Save the, save that air. Use it. Like just don't push carbon dioxide in my face for no fucking reason. I don't want to hear those sounds. Please spare me and spare all of us from the noise pollution. We do not want to hear those sounds coming out of your face hole. Any questions? Okay, that felt good. That felt good. Man, I feel better. Fuck yeah! It's 
podcast is just a fucking vehicle for me to get this fucking frustration. I feel better now. The whole goal of every episode is just to, so I can feel better at the end. Okay. I got it out. I can go live my life now. Thank you, fam, for allowing me to unload and just fucking bust. All right. Let me uh, remind you all. We got a couple things going on, fam. If you missed yesterday's overtime segment for members only, join Swolenormous X. It's available in Swole TV. Grimace squeeze one out. Ah, the purple jizz. The purple jizz. Um, get diabetes in a more grotesque way than ever before. Get a purple cup of processed trash and again uh, and, and just consume the same shit in a different color and form. It's disgusting. Uh, check that out. Drive Mulgaining Uncensored for members only. If you don't know what Drive Mulgaining is, there's hundreds on the Swanormous channel. We don't post them anymore because they're too offensive and we're censored enough, so we don't fuck with it. We just post it for members and we make them every fucking week and it's awesome. Brand new, available now in Swole TV. And of course, if you are a member, well, you always get 20% off. But if you're not officially a Swole fan member, it doesn't matter. You don't have to put in a code or anything for just a couple days through Tuesday. I guess that's July 4th at midnight. 20% off site-wide on papasolio.com. Any merch, hat, cups, mugs, flags, everything is 20% off. Everything. 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 20% off. Fourth of July special. Happy birthday, America. Let's fucking go. Papasolio.com. All right, we got the swole card. I agree. Uh, who's the greatest swole slut today? Maybe always. Who's the greatest swole slut? I think we all agree. It is absolutely fucking Jen. Well, don't fight. Well, you get a point. It's Jen. Congratulations. You are the winner of Page Walter. Everyone in the chat agrees. Jen, congratulations. I don't know if you're still watching live in the Telegram chat, but everyone uh, let Jen know that she won today's swole card. If you are watching, hopefully you're watching live. Um, let Jen know. And uh, congratulations. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Punto.com, Swolcar 2612, and the subject, your mailing address in the bottom of the email, and she, Jen's typing right now. You're here. Congratulations, Jen. Thanks for being an amazing part of the Swole fam, and I know you're busy as hell, but I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Even if you're very busy, if you're listening to this, and you're very busy, and you're kind of like in the back of the classroom, you're not posting all the time, just post once a week, plug in, just be like, hey, I'm still here, and I'm busy. We get it. We get it. People are moving around. You should be. You're doing stuff. It's cool, but don't forget about the Swole fam. We're always here and we miss all of you. So Yvonne showing up today. I haven't seen her in a bit, which is fantastic. Just plug in, catch a show once in a while, leave a comment, you know, call into the show and be like, Hey, still kicking ass or drop a, a line in the telegram chat, Facebook group, all that stuff. And remember there's different ways to communicate if you're in the Swole fam, but, uh, you know, the telegram chat's great for chatting, but you know, sometimes you'll miss messages because there's just so many. So if you make a post on Facebook, that's going to sit a little bit longer. So that's going to be a little bit more visible. Um, so just make sure you check in, check in, let us know where you're at. And um, we love you, Jen. Keep on crushing it. Thanks for checking in. And hopefully we hear from you more and more. Let's nut this beach and uh, we'll have a great rest. <clears throat> oh my God. That was nice. great rest of your Saturday. Tainty man!
Painty boy. Painty man. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Mr. Strickland. All men and women created by it. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Painting on. We got it now. We got it now. Hello. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Dodson. Dodson. We've got Dodson here. Emotional damage. There's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. Inconceivable! He's on fire! Coast to coast! Yeah, let's fucking go! Oh, tainty man, tainty man, tainty boy, tainty boy, tainty boy! Tainty boy. Yeah. Oh, Tainty man. Oh. oh, Tainty boy. Why are you looking so cute? Oh, my goodness, fam. Oh, my goodness. You look so cute. I got you, Carson. I'm your huckleberry. That's just my game. Sketchies in the nose. Flappy, flappy. How do you, how do I do anything with that face? What's up, Bubba? Tainty man. Oh, you get the hiccups? You're a good boy. I know. You can get your walk today because it rained. I know. He's so soft too.
He's so soft. He's so soft. Lick that dick. Lick that dick. Lick that dick. Go, 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 go. What about Churchy? What about Churchy? Sweet Church? My sweet church? No? Lick the dick? All right, fam. <laughs> All right, fam. Thanks for being here. Congratulations, Jen. And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow for Ask Papa Swolio Live. Remember, this is a live stream show. So if you're not watching the show, make sure you do so. Share the stream with your friends, all that good stuff. And if you have not yet done so, even if you like to watch or you watch the replays, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Remember, you could also watch the videos on Spotify too. But definitely leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. And uh, we like to have a lot of fun here. So <sighs> another good Another good sleeves cast. Felt nice. Fam, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow for Ask Papa Soil Live 2613. Remember, those specials going on over there. Papasoil.com. 20% off site-wide. Enjoy that merch. I got two new flags in yesterday. I got another Swole Fam flag, another Seven Pillars flag to hang out in the gym. Fucking amped. Can't wait. All right, go check it out. See you tomorrow, fam. Peace, McGee's Deuce, McGoose. Ya boy, Papa Soil. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Paid away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, and they so mad, it's like. Then yeah, I found that young king with my crown at ten 